and welcome back to the Film Wheel cast. I'm, I'm joined with Neil. Neil, how are you? I'm very well, Stu. Uh, good to be back. Good to be back to talk about Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Episode exactly. two. It's episode two um, called The Star Spangled Man. And it's a good episode, obviously. Uh, heads up that I'm still really into this. I'm really looking forward <laughs> to it. Um, I've decided, uh, as we spoke about from last week, that I'm not going to look at the comics as in what people did in the comics, how they were mm. written out there, because it just destroys me. Because I, I haven't read the comics, I look at it and then it kind of brainwashes me into thinking this is the way the characters are going to yeah. go and yeah. but knowledge ruins it sometimes. I think you're right. I do that because I'm a massive Batman fan and I looked at the new series and how they portrayed, let's say, Bane, for instance, and I hated it. Yeah. that's not how the comic books are oh really so, yeah i sat there and hated it because obviously he's like this he's got this serum that he has in him that cr- turns him from this tiny person into this giant creature basically yeah. that's got super strength but obviously in the film it's not really portrayed in that exact manner and i i hated it but, All right. but if you take it on face value the film's actually very good yeah Definitely. And have you, I know we're tangent already, but the yeah. Snyder Cut of the Justice League, have you watched that? I have watched it and it's not bad, but I don't see why it has to be four hours long. It's just, it's ridiculous. It's insane. It's padded out so much. Oh, isn't it? Isn't it? Oh. Yeah. Batfleck, it's never going to work for me, I'm afraid. Batfleck's just, it's not the one. No, no. I think the worst thing they did was have Christopher Nolan do such an amazing trilogy just to destroy mm. everything. I just don't get where they're going with it because obviously they're doing this, but then they're also making the films with the Batman um, from the guy that was in High School Musical, aren't they? Not High School Musical, yeah. sorry. Um, Is it Glee or whatever? I don't know. Uh, oh yeah, um, I don't really know Batman. And, anyway, but yeah, you know this young actor. It's not whilst like they're reinventing it yet again. It's just. Stick yeah. with something and run with it. Stop bloody reinventing it every single time. It doesn't need to be done. It's been done that. It's already been done. Stop it. But That's what they do, though, isn't it? Have to do that yeah. with everything at the moment. It's That's uh, true. It, it's anyway. really crap. But tangent. I mean, sorry. Ta- oh, you can't put a good old tangent. I tell you, you cannot beat it. Um, there's uh, a few things that referred to the last episode that hitting on that kind of hit on this. But the start of it, I, I love the way that. It's uh, John Walker, obviously. He's kind of announced publicly. And I love the way it's done. American Football Stadium is old school. And it's kind of real um, proper American, isn't it? It's great. It really is. Yeah. Yeah, no, it, is. It's, it shows him for who he is. In a sense, you can see he's really panicking about it, isn't he? Yeah. I think that's great because knowing just just a little bit I do about what happened in the, the, the comics and the way he kind of played out that it's great to see that he's so nervous about it and mm. he he knows what it is to be Captain America and the pressures that he's under and and I think that will I know a lot of people like in the net are really divided already about him they want to smash him in the face already but I, I think if he's kind of portrayed that way that he'll win a lot of people over but I think that I, I think it will be America first before anything. And I think the thing that made Captain America so good and that you, you loved him and related to him was his, like humanity, isn't it? That yes. I don't think that Johnny's going to have. 
No, he is all. He is very Mister America, isn't he? But he still has a face I want to punch. I'm not. I'm not going to lie. Um, but no, I agree. I agree. <laughs> no, you are right. It's just I, I like this scene a lot. It's it's nice because you you know he's been given this thing and he looks ridiculous in his helmet, but he's just papping it. He knows that he's got some big shoes to fill, and yeah, yeah it's it. It was nice. It was nice to have a bit of human side to him already, so we don't instantly just think he's a massive douche <laughs> that's trying to be Captain America. Yeah, one person I do think is a douche is Hoskins, is his kind of sidekick, for want of oh, a better word. Don't. So I know in the comics he actually went he went around initially calling himself Bucky. And Did he? That's, yeah, that's what he called himself, but then he what changed his name to Battlestar. And Galactic. the one line that Although we're kind of going ahead, but the one line, as soon as he said, what's your name? And he referred to himself, like a third person, I call me Battlestar. I thought, oh, you're oh, such no, a no. dick. Oh, no. I know. You just like, shut up. You you're, you're trying to make up for a smaller bendage or something. You <laughs> yeah. really, really are. Yeah. But yeah, I, I think the interview went really well. The, the look on uh, Bucky's face and Sam's face of when he's being interviewed there is that regret isn't there and and i feel sorry more for bucky than i do for sam really because it must be so hard because they were best friends oh no definitely i mean you know he was furious wasn't he that he's given up the shield but yeah you can just yeah that scene definitely you can just see that bucky is absolutely destroyed and uh, sam's clearly disappointed and he he's very sort of thrown on the matter because he's done what he's done because he thinks it's the right choice but yeah yeah but you think it was his choice because he wanted to like create his own identity or the pressures of that he couldn't be cap or what what do you think peer pressure from the government a bit of both to be honest i think you know cap was so much bigger than he'd ever been and he, like you say, he wants he's he's got his Red Wing and everything else, hasn't he? He's got his own yeah. flight suit and stuff. D- does he want to be known as Captain America? Probably not. He wants to be known as who he is, the Falcon. So, yeah, it's a bit yeah. of both. Bit of both, really. I think. So they do allude to that when they call him um, Captain America's sidekick, and he flips <laughs> his head about that, doesn't he? That yeah. he's his own person. And uh, yeah. I think that's. I think for me, especially the, the kind of the marks they hit on this, and last week, which we didn't talk about, um, was I think they're kind of really going into like, racism and society. In mm. the, I think it's really good for Marvel to actually do that. Um, and they can do that in this because it has kind of got that serious element to it, whereas like, Wonder Vision was more kind of fantasy, whereas I know this yeah. is well. But, but I think he wants to create his own identity away from so people know him as who he is rather than being part of the Avengers. And yeah, I think, no, definitely. And I, I, I don't know. I might just be looking into it too much, but it, it made me laugh where um, Bucky decided to go with him. The first thing he says, we should never have given away that shield. And then yeah. he had that conversation about like, the monsters, which made me laugh. He goes, it's got to be one of the big three, like androids, aliens or wizards. <laughs> I love their science and methodology. (laughs) Wizards have hats. (laughs) He's a sorcerer because they talk about Doctor Strange. Sorcerers are just wizards without hats. 
thought that was brilliant. <laughs> and it's nice because you these two just play off so well, and it's so oh, yeah. it feels so big already. This does so like cinematic that mm. you could be watching just one of the MCU's, just like the film. It's done it's, very well, isn't it? Oh, it's it's just brilliant, and the staring that they get when they're in the plane, just looking at each other. Yeah. They just break that tension with that comedy. And again, the, when they're, they're going to Munich, the Flag Smashers are apparently in Munich, and Red Wing has put them there. Um, and the callback, which for me personally felt like a callback, when Falcon jumps out the plane, and then Bucky jumps out without the uh, parachute. And yeah. that's what happens in uh, The Winter Soldier at the start mm. of it, where Cap jumps out uh, to that ship without a parachute. And it was great. This the crap landing, the fact that Falcon. <laughs> I'd love to see the footage as like an extra at the end of this. Yeah, it'll be yeah. so funny. Oh, it was. I, what made me laugh about this is obviously he's on sort of parole, isn't he, Bucky? And all of yeah. a sudden he's just turned up at military base. Yeah. And just walking about. I was sat there going, "How's he allowed in there then? Have I missed something?" Yeah. Because <laughs> all of a sudden he's just turned up as a civvy into American. Like you know, yeah. base. The pass of convenience, I think. Yeah. And then he's on a plane. It's like, how the fuck's this working out? But obviously, <laughs> it has to. But it's just quite funny. Yeah, it'd be really weird if he got stopped at the start of it. Yeah. You're not coming in. Oh. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> and when they, and it's quite, again quite funny when they go to this warehouse in Munich where the flag smashers are smuggling the medication, that he's creeping through there. And he suddenly turns up, and then there's Falcon standing next to him. <laughs> Just a look of surprise on his face. And he's got that thousand miles stare as well. Yeah. Which is really good. And what confused me, I mean, the soldiers, uh, or the, the Flag Smashers, have also got, they're all like super serum soldiers, aren't they? Mm. Yeah. And the, I didn't realise, because their problem seems to be with the, the GRC, which is the Global... Um, like a repatriation council and and i know that they want one world and that's kind of their, but their problem i thought initially their problem was with the people who came back after the blip were living in camps and that they were being treated like pieces of shit but their problem is that the problem the people who actually came back after the blip that the yeah. world was better when they weren't there yeah, I didn't realise that. It was an interesting twist, wasn't it? Yeah, because stupidly, I, I thought that they were getting the medication out to these people who were in these camps who were just kind of basically living like hobos, just squatters, really. Mm. And then they weren't thought of by the government. But it appears that the government are obviously concentrating on them and not the people who are left behind to deal with like, the blip. Because I suppose if you look at it, well, the whole world's changed, isn't it? Yeah, and I suppose thinking about it now with episode one, it kind of alluded to that with the fact that, you know, his sister survived, but he didn't, did he? And then yeah. obviously the bank wouldn't give them any money. So it's yeah. kind of alluding to the fact that they might, well, I don't know. It just, it, it seems there's a lot of confusion around it, isn't there? But no. Yeah. And it, yeah, and, and I think that's a good thing, just not knowing at the moment. But, yeah. And I didn't know, because it's vaccine transport, and I didn't know initially whether that was like more super soldier serums that they were mm. getting out to people. But 
yeah, I, I think it'd be interesting to see the way it plays out and the actual agenda of what they're doing, whether they're holding back vaccinations from these people in the squatter camps um, or the people who want to be like, repack I can't even say the word. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, thank you very much. I can't even say it, you know, it's written down. But what I do like <laughs> is the chase on both of the um, the trucks, which is really, really yeah, good. Yeah, it was good, wasn't it? And uh, the actual red herring of them being a, a hostage inside one of the trucks completely fooled me, I have to say. Oh, definitely. Because I thought, you know, she was there, she looked really innocent, and then all of a sudden she just kicks him out of the truck. Yeah, it's That's brilliant. That, uh, then she puts Carly her mask Morgan on. Style. Yeah. yeah, she's brilliant, and the fact that she's so small, and I yeah. think she looks about eighteen years old, and that she kicks major ass, doesn't she? Yeah, she kicks the shit out of him, and then obviously they've got all the other super soldiers that just pop out as well. Yeah, it's brilliant. It's it's so good, and what surprised me, and what I actually that I was cheering for was when, uh, I can't call him Captain America, I just can't do it. Uh, it was when John Walker turned up um, with Hoskins and he actually threw the shield. And the fact he's so good at using the shield already, threw the shield out the side of the helicopter and then kicked a bit of ass, but then did like an elbows with Hoskins on top of the like the truck which really ruined it they kind of tapped elbows together as if great no no we're, we're the best they've got yeah. such big egos haven't they i oh, think the best yeah no they're just you do you can't help but hate them can you no it's weird and what makes it worse of what they put in was when they were throwing the shield around there's a bucky caught with the shield yeah and that was just such a good moment for me i just wanted him just to have that shield and he wants that shield so much and he he'd be so good with it and he deserves it but it's just such quick action you've got falcon flying around flying between the trucks flying over them and you've got um bucky on top of it kind of getting his ass kicked but it's just so fast and just flowing really, really well. And I get that comedy in there when Bucket's hanging on the side of the truck. <laughs> and he says, you got your ass kicked by a girl. Yeah. It's just so, so good. I it's think interesting. Sorry, go on. No, go on. No, that's, go for it. I was just going to say, it's interesting how the chemistry between those two have hit off so quickly. Because like mm. you say, you know, you didn't really see them together that much in the films, did you? No. From, my, from what I can remember. And then instantly they've it's drawn into the fact that they obviously knew each other quite well and they're bouncing off each other. It's you know, it's it's almost a bit Riggs and Murtar piss taking. Yeah. Isn't it? Definitely, definitely. I loved I loved the bit where um what's her name? Uh the the girl. God what Carly. Carly grabs his red falcon thing and just snaps it in half and Bucky turns yeah. out. I've always wanted to do that. <laughs> and it, <laughs> it's just, I was, oh, I was creasing up. It is really good. And you've got to give credit because when Falcon and uh, Buck have gone, you've still got um, Hoskins and uh, Walker on top there. Continue fighting. And again, he throws that shield off and he catches Hoskins as he falls off the back of the lorry, yeah. which is great. And even though he's seen people get their ass kicked, fair play to Walker. He climbs back on that lorry and he says that was a big mistake. And he's ready to go toe-to-toe yet again, which is, I mean, I just thought credit to him, you know. He's a proper soldier. He doesn't give up. Oh, no, definitely. He's, he is hard. He's a, he's a really good soldier. It's just he's not Captain America. And 
his arrogance, which is something that obviously the original Captain America didn't have, is one of the reasons you just fucking hate him. You know, his smug look on his face. Because, you know, when they say he has the interview and he talks, you know, he gets bigged up by the interviewer, doesn't he, about being the best in all these fields and everything else. And they show him using the shield and stuff. And he's sitting there and he's just got that bloody look on his face. And you're like, oh, God, I want to... Oh, I agree with the people on the internet. You just want to smack him one and say, and shut up. That they've done that, isn't it? It's brilliant yeah. that Marvel yeah. have got a character like that. And Definitely. That can divide so many people. And again, that's rubbed in your face when Bucky and uh, Sam are walking down the road and they're joined again in a passing uh, Jeep. And it's almost as if um, Sam and Buck are being baited by them. And oh, when they do get in the back of the van, they start talking about trying to get a plan together. And again, he goes on about that shield. And even kind of Walker says, look, I'm not Captain America. I'm not trying to be Captain America. But it must be so hard for them to sit opposite someone who's wearing Cap's outfit. You know, it just must grate on them so much. No, definitely. Because they're seeing their friend, aren't they? They're dead friend. That's all they can see is him and some bloke pretending to be him. And they're not seeing what Captain America is, which is a symbol. Because ultimately, that's what it is, isn't it? Captain America was created as a symbol during the Second World War to bring hope for everybody. Yeah. And all right, he was amazing at it, but he chose a different path. But they don't see it. They just see their mate sitting there or his uniform being worn by someone else. So, yeah, it's really difficult. And Mm. they ruin it by even. um, And I think they talk about the, uh, the GRC and uh, the, like, the citizenship and I think this is going to be like the, the divide that gets between them because I think the GRC it, it sounds the way they're talking is funding um, Walker and uh, Hoskins to do what they're doing and they make yeah. it clear that, uh, that Sam and Buck have got their own agenda and they're very independent so I, I think those rules given to um, Walker and Hoskins is going to be the difference and I don't yeah. think they agree on a lot of things because I think they're going to, that's what's going to split them mainly and then they drop the bomb of he calls himself Battlestar and I'm so pleased <laughs> that Buck just says right stop the car I'm getting out Yeah, that's such a douche move to say it that is. to call yourself that it's just if even if you just said people call me this rather than I'm called this it wouldn't yeah. have been as bad but yeah, it just sounds terrible, especially oh, wearing does. that cap outfit. Oh, it does. Uh, the other bit that I found this because they said, "Oh, how did you know they were here? How did you track them?" And they said, "Oh, we didn't track them. We tracked you." Yeah, because you're wearing U.S. property in the fact if his, you know, his flight suit and stuff like that, yeah. and it's that this whole thing of you know you might be working independently, but you're working for us. If you see yeah. what I mean, it's it, as much as they were trying to befriend them. They just can't help but their egos get the better of them. And I think, yeah. you know, that's what's pushed them away. Because you could tell, you know, when he said, oh, you know, I'm not Captain America. I'm, I've got some huge shoes to fill and all this sort of stuff. You kind of started feeling, oh, actually, he's, he's not that bad. Yeah, he's a bit arrogant because he's fucking hard. But yeah. you thought, oh, he's all right. He's actually all right. You know, like in the first scene when he's in the locker, you think, oh, he's not that bad. And then he says shit like that. And you're like, actually, you're an absolute fucking knob. <laughs> I, I take it all really back. bring you back to ground, don't they? Yeah, I had a moment of weakness. <laughs> <laughs> and 
the bit afterwards, because you do get Carly in like their hideout mm. and um, following their kind of their hijacking of the, the trucks. And they get, or she gets a text message saying, you took what was mine. Um, I'm going to find you and kill you. And that's from someone called the Power Broker. And I'm not looking who the Power Broker is, no. but I should imagine that that's who she stole the super serum from and for the rest of her kind of like guerrilla kind of colleagues, terrorists, yeah. whatever they want to be, freedom fighters. Um, and he wants the, um, super serum back or to kill her because she stole it. It'd be interesting to see whether she's got more. But again, is that going to be someone who um, Zemo's going to be working with? Because I mean, yeah, I know Zemo's in prison, but that means nothing with regards to phones and shit, does it? No, of course it doesn't. So of course it doesn't. Hey, what the the they did in this, which we did, as I say earlier, we didn't talk about. Um, kind of, it was overlooked, and I didn't even realise it myself until I listened to a few other podcasts, like reviews on this. Was when they go to see um, Isaiah, when they go to, back to um, like Baltimore, and it turns out this is someone who Bucky fought, um, and Isaiah's like a super soldier, isn't he? Yeah. I, where's the, is that in? anything or is that part of the comic book series because i don't remember book it. Yeah. yeah that's um in the comic books he was uh like in this they had a fight in um, the japanese war um and that's oh, where he met bucky but in the comics it was they sent him to fight the nazis right. and he fought loads of nazis and then he got captured um and he was then kind of experimented on uh, by the Nazis, and then he was set free by like the Allied freedom fighters because there were some um, like a lot of black people in there, and they saw him as like a, like a hero. So they rescued him and smuggled him back to America. Oh. And then because of everything that's happened, he was then like incarcerated, and because he was different, like experimented on for all those years. So yeah. it does match the like the comics into a certain degree, but again, I think it's really powerful because a lot of people say and I, and I have got a point and I, and I think it's intri- like, important to talk about is in the bank that I looked at, that a lot of people were saying that they were not given the bank loan because of the colour of their skin mm, potentially and I, I think that's quite interesting especially for them to bring this like desire into it that he was the first black Captain America and because of his colour and because of what the government were like back then that mm. he was hidden away and kept in prison for 20 30 years yeah i think that's really kind of hit sam hard and and i kind of questioned why why um bucky introduced sam to him because i don't know what this what role this is guy is going to play or no it was just something that marvel wanted to do as in bring up um like the I don't know the the racism the issues, in yeah. government or that's always been around that people only saw him as um, a blackmail rather than saw him as like a, a super hero, soldier yeah. who could make a massive yeah, difference yeah. and he wasn't Captain America's a color like the color of his skin which I think is a really good point to bring up no, but no, I was confused why Bucky decided to to go and see him yeah there was no real reason was there. It no, just, it, it was just quite strange, and then Bucky got really angry about it afterwards, and 
Oh no, sorry, Falcon got really angry about it afterwards, and rightly so. But yeah. you talk about the racism part of it as well. It's interesting because obviously leading up to them going in the house, there was that young lad, wasn't there, saying, "Oh, you're the Black Falcon." Yes. And he says, "Why is that? Because I'm black." And he goes, "You know," and he goes, "Why are you the black kid?" Yeah. Sort of thing like that. And I thought it was quite clever the way they did that. Yeah. Because it it's was... often always challenged the other way, isn't it? But then yeah. there's obviously the other side of the coin, if you see what I mean. Because it's yeah. such a skewed racism and and the way people are portrayed for their ethnicity is quite skewed isn't it so i thought they were very clever and quite brave in doing that yeah i do yeah definitely i thought it was done really really well and they did it and to keep it in line with the story as well which was Mm -hmm. good and it wasn't a message that tangented off and was kind of like shoved down your throat and you can look back and think what's this got to do with where it's going but The fact that this guy was part of the, like the comic universe was didn't understand why that he was introduced. He, he couldn't add anything. This is going to come into it. Um, well, it's got to surely. Yeah, a bit later on, it'd be awesome to have um, Zaya come come in at some point as yeah. a super soldier. And he might come out, and something's going to happen maybe in one of the later episodes, and he comes out and yeah. starts kicking ass or something that like that, and he gets recognised. Awesome. Finally, and it, yeah, and again, you what you, you they both come out of the house and uh, they're not even having an argument. And then the police turn up, and again, is this because I mean, you've got obviously white police turning up questioning what this um, what a black guy's doing in this neighborhood who's they haven't seen before. And by looking at the the people on looking at it, it's kind of it appears a bit kind of multicultural anyway, but was this a like another racist element to it, um, which is pretty kind of... Yeah, like, oh, it's difficult. Because he only it? identified him as, this is the Winter Soldier, uh, sorry, this is um, Falcon. And then he was nice to him. But when he didn't realise that, he was treating him like a perpetrator anyway. He wasn't, he wasn't. But, you know, I'm not being funny. Sam was really aggressive instantly as well. You know, and... Don't get me wrong, I'm not saying the cops were doing the right thing, but I don't think that his attitude helped the situation either. Yeah. I know that might be controversial to some, and I'm probably going to get an absolute pasting for it. But it's just, you know, I get get what you're saying, but it's interesting. I don't know whether, and again, this is controversial, is, is this been put in due to, obviously, the real massive issues that are going on in America at the moment in relation to everything? Uh, I honestly don't know because this was um, meant to be out first before Wonder Vision, so possibly. I don't know then. So I, I, I don't know. Possibly, I mean, it's been it's been kind of underlying in America for a long, long, long time. Yeah, of course it has. So possibly, but yeah, it was just interesting the way they they've done it so kind of hard hitting within the first two episodes. Yeah. But um, yeah, it was just. The point needs to be raised. They racism is wrong. Whatever. So yeah. it's fine. And every sort of people's poor behaviour needs to be challenged as well. So I think them doing it is very good. But it's just interesting how they've done it. So that's all. It's just, I think they've, yeah, they've portrayed it very well. Yeah. I think it's great that this has been raised because I think a lot of other people um, will be frightened to raise such topics because it would be kind of quite divisive and 
they were more worried about viewing figures than actually what the message was. So, yeah, play. and you know, I, I suppose at the end of the day, they're a multi-billion pound company, aren't they, Disney? And if they want to make a point, and they should make it, they're able to because, you know, even if they do take a hit in ratings, it's not going to break the bank balance, is it? So no, it's it's good that someone's been brave enough to you know put it out there. Yeah. On this sort of scale. Yeah. Anyway, back to your favourite. We can see John Walker because Bucky gets arrested because he hasn't done his kind of his probation uh, yeah. chat with uh, the doctor, and he gets bailed out by the very smug and incredibly smug-looking um, John Walker. Oh, he basically says, "I use my sway and look who I am." Pointing at himself, saying, "Don't worry about it. I've sorted it out." They listen to what I say, and the smug look on his face rubs it in so much more it's just another kick in the nuts for both sam and uh bucky with bloody hoskins or battlestar looking on with another smug look on his face the conversation with dr rayner it was a weird one (laughs) wasn't it yeah It, it seems strange that she suddenly felt she had to get a quick session in um as if to tick a box, and it made no difference. I mean, it was good. They sat opposite each other and had a staring competition like children, which was yeah. brilliant. I mean, yeah. I was laughing. I've watched yeah. it about four times, and I laugh each time. <laughs> just so immature. It, They're so macho. And they don't yeah. want to admit that they've got the same agenda. And even they just do the kind of token gesture. We'll go on this mission together, and after that, we're going separate ways. And you know it's not going to happen. You know, it's just great. It really is. Oh, no, it's brilliant. It's fantastic, isn't it? It is weird why she's like, no, it's part of this. You have to talk to me. And, of course, neither of them want to. They don't, they're not interested at all, especially no. Sam. He's like, what's this got to do with me? I'm yeah. not having to be seen by anybody before I go on any missions. It's, yeah. you know, he's, and I can see why he's like proper, proper hacked off of it. He's like, sod off, love. You know, I'm not I'm not having to be evaluated to go out on missions. He does. That's fair enough because he used to be part of Hydra and kill people. But yeah, yeah. But no, it's, it's interesting. He talks bit. about the last. Goes. What is the second rule about? Don't hurt people. Or, yeah. Yeah. I think that rule is going to go out the window pretty soon. I think honestly. I th- I think because obviously the conversation they had and they brought up raw feelings and emotions and it got quite, you know, fraught, didn't it? Especially emotionally. Yeah. And I think that's why he said it. Almost like. What's rule number two again? Yeah. And she's like, not hurt people. Almost to say, well, look what you just done to us. Yeah. And, and the line nice. that um, Bucky gives where he says, if he don't believe in you or is wrong about you, what about me? And that's so powerful to say that. Mm-hmm. I mean, he. I don't think, it doesn't appear that he got any kind of goodbye. Because from um, Captain like Steve Rogers, when he left, because I know in Endgame, like when he went, and um, it was almost as if the look on Bucky's face was he knew that Steve weren't coming back. Yeah. So they kind of had that nod together. But yeah. I'd love to have seen what kind of goodbye, how it was left between them, because Bucky's clearly hurt still. And it, I'd like to get a flashback of both of them. And is at the moment, I don't know how far ahead this is from Endgame, but is um, Steve Rogers, is he in a like an old people's home now? Is he alive still? I think he's probably passed it. I think he's probably passed away. Um, that's how I'm getting it. But it, I did find that odd at the end of Endgame, how he had the conversation on the um, on the bench with Sam. 
rather than Bucky. Yeah. I found that very odd because I didn't realise there was that much of a connection between the two of them, if you see what I mean. Completely agree. I, I expected something with Bucky. I expected yeah. Bucky to get that shield. And I really want a flashback of the conversation both of them had together, if they had one. And is that why Buck is so bitter towards, um, obviously, uh, John Walker having this and yeah. the possible way it was left? It would be really interesting to know. It would be, because maybe maybe Steve turned around and had, you know, it would have been nice if they'd done it and sort of had this conversation saying, you know, I didn't come back and I'd love to give you this shield, but... I know America won't ever accept you or something like that because of what you did, even though it wasn't your fault. So I'm going to be giving it to to Sam instead because that yeah. would make more sense. Yeah, that's a really sense. good point. Yeah, yeah, but, that would make more sense. Yeah, as you say, well, yeah, because they, they they don't know all of the kind of the things he did, like the secret missions when he was um, brainwashed. Mm. I'd like to think that when um, Zemo was arrested for what he did that they then cleared Bucky's name you know what I mean for when he was yeah. one. Uh, but yeah that, that could be a really good reason why as in the public's perception of um, Bucky yeah I think that's that would be how I take it but I don't know yeah. I could be talking absolute bollocks like I normally do so never never <laughs> never at all but it um it ends with uh, kind of both of them outside they meet um, Hoskins and uh, Walker and then they talk about going on the missions together, and that's when they talk about the different authorizations that they've they've got. And yeah. even Sam says it wouldn't make sense to work together. And it's just really sinister when he shouts out one word of advice: "Stay the hell out of my way." Yeah, I know. That's and, the thing, and that's his arrogance, though, isn't it? He, yeah. he thinks because he's got this uniform on and he's the best of the best that he can do what he wants and have people do what he wants and he doesn't like being told no and you can just yeah. see that he's really fucked off that this is like the second time now that they've told him no we're not joining you you can piss off yeah exactly that's really really interesting and I think that's going to be what makes it so divisive mm. and then you've got the you haven't seen them I don't know anything about it's just the power broker then finds um, Carly and the rest of them shipping the the medicine on um, the plane, and they're that scared that what's going to happen. You get one of them who actually sacrifices himself so the rest of them can get away. Yeah, and it'll it's... be interesting to know who these people are properly because I mm. like I said, I'm not I'm not as knowledgeable of the, about these things, so I'm very excited about finding out who all these different factions are and yeah and everything else. Yeah, because there's just no nonsense. They just take one of uh, they shoot the guy and kill him, and and that's it. And the rest of them do get away. But yeah, I can't wait to see the power broker who's controlling them, which side it's on, whether there's a massive army of kind of super soldiers waiting to take them out. Um, and then it ends with what well, I, I was really surprised about, but I've been waiting for him to come in it in Zemo, as when uh, Bucky says the only way we can find out more information is by going to see Zemo. And it'd be mm. really interesting. You do get the flash to Zemo in prison, which is great because he was a really good, very sinister, very clever, very calculating like baddie in a uh, civil war, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. He was. He was very good. So no, I, I, I'm really looking forward to where this is going. And I'm surprised. I'm still. I still sit there and surprised it's only six episodes. Yeah. So there's there's either going to be a hell of a lot crammed in in the next four, 
or there's going to be a huge cliffhanger for the second series, which I suspect that'll be the one. I don't think this is going to end. Oh, really? Do you think there'll be a season two, do you? I think so. I think so. I think it's probably very popular already. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's a lot to cram in, isn't it? It is a lot to cram in, and I don't think, probably wrong, I don't see or think how they can fit in... um, Doctor Strange's uh, multiverse of madness, you know, I yeah. I think that's going to be Wanda. Um, but yeah, the way it's going at the moment, I, I'd love it to be a, a second season, just the things that they can do and given a bit more freedom, you know. Yeah. Two just, really good characters. Yeah, because you've got the flag smashes, you've got the other massive organisations that's chasing them. You've got the Zemo, you've got, you've got so much and you've only got four episodes left. And yeah. it just it just seems like they're you know unless I, I I can't see how they're going to do it and that's why I'm so excited it's like you've got all these things going on at once all these different elements of different things and it's got to be there's got to be a second series there's got to be some sort of cliffhanger at the end yeah. leading into the others I hope so anyway because I'm really yeah. enjoying it it'd be interesting to see so um, mm. but yeah so that was episode two another really really solid episode really enjoying this. It's it's nice that there's not the the confusion that there was in Wonder Vision for me yeah. because I I kind of made the mistake of delving into what these characters are like and I I think I kind of knowledge is too much fucking trouble sometimes so to go I with the flow so. not knowing the power brokers not knowing the the whole agenda of the flag smashers I I'm excited about it personally I think it's going to be great. Yeah, no, definitely. I think you're right. I think you've got to watch it for what it is, and then you can pe- take a piece, sort of, if I could speak, take it apart afterwards. Yeah. And find yeah. out more about all these things, and you know what the other law might be, like in the comic books. But we need to enjoy this for what it is. Yeah. And it's then awesome. Because at the moment it is brilliant. Because it's interesting, isn't it? Because James has said that he didn't particularly like it the first yeah. episode. So I wonder if he will change his mind. As yeah. Yeah. Drag him on the next one if he uh, yes. his mind. So the next one we're doing, um, we we have got the Terminator one coming up. Uh, we're going to do all of the Terminator films, which will be interesting because mm. there's a couple of them I've not actually seen. Um, and we're, we're going to do Rush Hour because James's busy schedule means he can't jump in, and we want him to be on the Terminator. So we were meant to do Rush Hour. I had to work late. We didn't do it. So next week we will be doing Rush Hour, um, and this pod will be out on sunday sunday today it'll be out a bit later on today so uh yeah but thanks everyone for listening everyone who listens everyone who downloads and just it's amazing i we're honestly we always talk about that we can't believe the figures uh, excess of twenty thousand people which is just unbelievable isn't it oh it's um, it's it's crazy and we can't like you just said we cannot say thank you enough yeah. for tuning in and listening to us and we really enjoy doing these yeah. and we will continue to do them and we're just really pleased that you seem to enjoy it too yeah it's great thanks ever so much well said uh okay we'll be back very soon and uh thanks everyone for listening goodbye take care